0: Welcome to the Make Moves Podcast. I'm your host, Clayton. I'm extremely passionate about teaching other humans how to take care of their body and incorporate mobility training to move better and feel better. My goal is to also help other health professionals learn how to utilize social media to build online businesses in a fun and sustainable way that builds a strong community. In this podcast, I will be sharing ideas and stories to help connect the dots in your own mind and help you make moves on the things you want to create and build in your life. Tune in to hear shared ideas from experts and people that I think can add value to your life. Thanks for tuning in. Cheers. Yeah, first episode of the Make Moves podcast. So I'm your host, Clayton Moves, and uh, many of you have probably followed me over here from Instagram. Um, And over time, people will find this in different ways. But um, yeah, I'm glad you're here. Uh, I just want to give you a little bit of a background into who I am and why I'm here and why I want to help you guys and what I want to help you guys with. So um, yeah, my main mission is to teach everyday athletes, you know, weekend warriors, how to take care of their body with mobility training. So that's learning joint by joint biomechanics and really kind of helping take and reclaim the responsibility for you learning how to take care of your body piece by piece and just feel a little bit more confident, a little bit more movement confidence and not really worrying about aches and pains and always kind of outsourcing your self-care with that. So that's my one main mission. Um, The other mission I have is to really help health and fitness professionals learn how to use social media to build an online business. And you know, I don't even at first really think of it like an online business, but really these tools that can really help garner real human connection. Um, I hate to use the word authentic because it's just burnt out like a lot of uh, words out there. But just, you know, using a real approach to social media, not, you know, trying to give people this hyper polished version of what you think people want to see, but just the actual you, like your weirdness, your quirks, your, you know, your puns, um, the the things that make you, you. And uh, so you know, I really like to help people who are maybe on social media or, you know, kind of hesitant about how to even start with using social media and specifically Instagram, that's kind of my main modality. But, um, you know, it's the for the physical therapist, for the chiropractor, for the massage therapist, for the strength coach, for the yoga teacher, for the Pilates teacher, um, how the heck to use Instagram to actually make connection, get people to know who you are, know what you're about, to trust you and then to to work with you. That could be in a one on one capacity, um, that could also be, you know, working online classes, uh, buying your programs, and you know, lots of other different options. So that's kind of, um, <laughs> and it's kind of morphed into that over over the years. Um, and I would not have imagined that I'd be doing the work that I'm doing now, um, like even two years ago, three years ago. So um, just want to kind of give you a little bit of a roadmap on how I got to you know the work that I'm doing now. So. I've been in the health industry for probably close to eight years now. Um, I've been working for a major insurance company, um, doing health coaching with them. So we work specifically on behavior change programs, um, helping people quit smoking, uh, managing stress, a lot of weight loss, uh, nutrition, physical activity. Um, So my background is in exercise physiology. Um, I got my undergraduate and graduate degree at Pitt, Um, hail to Pitt for all you guys out there. And uh, yeah, we it was focused a lot on behavior change, helping people, like teaching people how to fish. Um, and I think really intrinsically, a lot of us know what we need to do or what we should do, but we just need a little bit of accountability, um, a little bit of, you know, uh, a little bit of a push and a little bit of, uh, you know, reflection to actually get that ball rolling. So um, initially wanted to go into physical therapy school. Um, that's kind of a longer story um, I'll probably share at some point. But I ended up, you know, getting my master's in ex-phys and then finding this health coaching internship and then just, you know, finding that I really loved helping people more so in the capacity of like teaching them a lot of different things, you know, a lot of lifestyle topics as opposed to just, you know, rehab. So I was doing that for a long time. And then after working a desk job, uh, like most of us, um, sitting for two years, I started to have a lot of old issues in terms of an injury in my back um, I really badly herniated an L5 S1 back when I was like 17 or 18 years old um, deadlifting for for swimming I looked more like a football player than a swimmer a lot of people tell me but <laughs> um, that's because I was a sprinter but anyways I digress um, but yeah with the um, back injury because I was young I was kind of resilient and uh, you know i did physical therapy, chiropractic, and, you know, just kind of fine, but then fast forward to, you know, being in my early 20s and working a desk job for two years, some scary symptoms started to pop up, like referred nerve pain, sciatic nerve pain, and it got really bad to where, like, I I couldn't feel, like, tips of my toes, and, you know, sitting for longer than five minutes started to become really painful, so here I am, early 20s, just, like, what the hell, like, you know, is this is this the way that I'm gonna to have to live the rest of my life? Because I've loved movement my entire life. You know, I was a swimmer, I played soccer, I was a goalkeeper, um, I ran. Uh, I just I just love movement. But then uh, I was now experiencing chronic pain and fear of movement, fear of pain, uh, and and really kind of brought me to like a pretty low point in terms of like depression um, and just you know, being robbed of, like, the thing that I really loved, and, you know, <laughs> the the things that you take for granted, like, someone saying, like, hey, like, do you want to play pick up a frisbee game, or, hey, you want to kick around this, this ball, or, like, hey, we've got to drive three hours to that wedding, Um, all of these things brought about a level of worry and panic, like, what if my back goes out, what if I get a random back spasm, or pain, or, like, uh, what, you know, like, all these what-ifs, like, all these things keeping me, so you I was just, like, playing all these scenarios in my head about, like, pain that I wasn't maybe even really experiencing to the full tilt, but what if, right, so that was kind of my life for a long time, and then I, uh, it got so bad to where I, I met with a physical therapist, and they said, maybe you should meet with an orthopedic specialist, so I met with an orthopedic specialist, I realized I was an orthopedic surgeon, um, some old dude who, like, was not really paying attention to me that much, um, I was trying to give him the, the spiel and trying to, you know, really have a conversation. And so he showed me the MRI, and he's like, "Yeah, it's pretty bad. Um, surgery is definitely on the table. Um, I think that would be a good option for you." And as in, you know, in my early twenties, hearing surgery, I was just like, "Fuck!" You know, I was uh, uh, panicked. Um, really thought like, "Geez, like surgery?" You know, and it it it, it scared me. It scared me so much. And uh, um, I think that that was like a, a big a big point for me to decide that, like, no, I, I've got to find other options. There has to be other ways. So that's when I really committed to diving deeper and to take responsibility for learning how the heck to solve my back pain, you know. So um, that's how I got into yoga. Um, yoga put some of the pieces of the puzzle together, but it wasn't really, you know, everything. I was still feeling pretty crummy. Um, and and I stumbled across some other things, some other modalities, and then that's when I found functional range conditioning, um, FRC, and uh, kin stretch. So I started mimicking some things that I saw on Instagram and thinking that I kind of understood it, <laughs> but it was just really kind of scratching the surface in terms of like actually implementing, you know, the, the practice. So I reached out to um, someone who was trained in that and was actually, uh, funny enough, I was in California doing a yoga tune up certification, which is a great um, program developed by Jill Miller. Um, and uh, in my free time, I was rock climbing and uh, also I, I sought out um, a one on one with an FRC specialist. And uh, it really kind of connected a lot of the dots for me. And I had a lot of aha moments and just kind of learning what i was actually supposed to be doing and then that kind of stemmed into hey let me let me take the the certification course and let me just say this i didn't have the intention at all to to teach this stuff it was solely from a you know selfish you know perspective of i just want to feel better like i'm just taking this course so i can really really learn it because i love learning i love nerding out on a good powerpoint and you know i just uh, i just want to be a lifetime, lifetime learner. So, um, lifelong learner. And, uh, yeah. So then I took the course and then I realized like my hips were so janky, like my, uh, you know, I was super weak in the hips and they weren't really pulling their weight. So once I started improving the, uh, the function and capacity of my hips and learning like what they should be capable of, man, my back just started feeling so much better. And it was crazy because, you know, there, there's this uh, quote, um, you know, the, the victim and the culprit, where it's like, uh, you know, the victim of, you know, we're, and we're talking about pain. So the victim of pain was my back, you know, and uh, the culprit typically is a little more silent, a little bit sneakier. And the culprit of my pain specifically was because my hips were not doing their job. So once I built a hip that was supposed to do what the hip was supposed to do, my back was now like, huh, like, it could it could relax a little bit because it was, my lower back was trying to be my hips. Um, so once I started building robust and strong and mobile hips, my back could kind of take a little bit of a break and with that, some relief. So um, I started to learn a lot more about my body and uh, yeah, it was, pre- it was pretty eye-opening. So then once I started feeling really good and, and resilient and like I, s- I mentioned, kind of doing rock climbing and things like that, that was one of the things I I fell in love with rock climbing. Um, and earlier in my life, I I kind of wrote things off like that, like you know, rock climbing, hiking, like anything crazy. Like, nope, <laughs> I'm kind of too broken for that. I don't want I don't have back pain with that, you know. And so that that was a thing where you know I just kind of wrote it off. But once I started feeling good, I'm like, you know, I feel pretty damn good. Like rock climbing always looked fun, so then I just started doing it and. The first time I went rock climbing, I uh, immediately, the day after, went to REI and bought a pair of shoes, bought a chalk bag. And then I went for, uh, I'm kind of bad with timelines, but I've probably been climbing for close to four years. Um, I'll have to check that, (laughs) fact check that later. But um, yeah, just three days a week for four years, pretty much. And I absolutely loved it. I loved how it made me feel resilient, like I wasn't made of glass, how it made me. It was just a very primal experience with just climbing this freaking wall with your hands and your feet and just like the grittiness that it brought back into my life. And, um, it, it translate into a lot of confidence in other areas of my life in terms of like business and and other things that I wanted to do. So rock climbing was kind of a gift that really taught me how resilient I was and mobility training was kind of the conduit that kind of led me there. Um, so I'm grateful for both of those things, but Uh, once I started feeling like pretty awesome, I I realized that it was a crime for me to not share this stuff and share this practice with people Um, because it it wasn't very well known, it kind of still relatively isn't. It's kind of coming up, and people are starting to learn about it. But again, people see things on Instagram and they think they just know it. Um, whereas you just kind of have to learn from someone, um, you know, or really, you know, whether that's in person or an online class or a course or hands on or whatever, like you just need to actually learn it. Um, because otherwise, you're not you're not really going to get the full benefit from it, just like anything. Um, but yeah, I realized I I need to share this stuff. So then I just started teaching at the climbing gym that opened up um, in Pittsburgh. Um, shout out to Ascend Pittsburgh, uh, my second home. And I uh, just started teaching classes there and uh, really enjoyed it. But then I, I realized that, you know, there was this gap of where I would teach these concepts. And some of the concepts are tricky. I mean, at the core of it, it's, it makes sense. And it's, it's straightforward. But in the beginning, it takes a lot of time for people to understand principles and concepts and how to learn the ins and outs. So I found myself repeating myself a lot. Um, and, you know, and it's not that, like I didn't love talking about this stuff. I, I do, I still do. But I was, you know, like, oh, we already talked about this, you know, and I, and I realized that, People need a resource that they can refer to um, again and again um, so that they can really get the concepts down. So I realized that, like, let me just film a video, and then I can email that video to you, and you'll be able to, you know, that'll answer your questions. Just practice that video. So I did, um, and I filmed, like, a full-body mobility routine, and then sent it out, and people really liked it. You know, people get in my classes or people who would DM me on Instagram, I would send it to them. <laughs> Um, and then I realized, well, actually someone told me, like, you could, you could sell videos like this. And I was like, oh, you think? And they're like, definitely. So, um, I kind of just started, a a membership with like very minimal, like bells and whistles. Um, and it was just 10 bucks a month and, you know, I still have it, but it, it's just, you know, it was a resource for people to kind of dip a toe into the water. And since then, I've created a number of programs, you know, with mobility training and some other different programs for, you know, online businesses and, and marketing and stuff. But um, it just started with that. It started with a need, um, a need to give people information that would greatly help them and to kind of the th- the foundation of the things that I think would be helpful for people to know and to understand and to be able to refer to like, that's the foundations, and if you know this stuff, then it's going to really help you progress and move forward, and, and whatever, right? So, that was kind of like the uh, a big turning point for me, is realizing that, you know, the online space is pretty huge and pretty massive, um, and uh, people... People are going to want to learn from you because you're you. Um, So that's the thing, too. You know, there's billions of people in this world and billions of people with cell phones in their pocket with all the answers to the world, essentially. Um, But the fact of the matter is that a lot of this stuff isn't new. It's just explained in a way that uh, is is a little bit more relatable or or people want to learn from you because, again, you're you um, because of your interests, your hobbies, the jokes you crack, the way you look like just the things that make you, you um, you know, people are going to gravitate more towards that as opposed to just like this super highly polished, fancy, you know, uh, with like a shot with like a $5,000 camera at this studio with like white backdrops. Like it's just, it's just too boring. It's just too vanilla. Um, so that's really like I, uh, your superpower is, is, is you. Um that sounds super fucking corny. But like like that's that that's it. Like that's your superpower because no one else is you. No one else has your exact interests and 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 the exact way that you want to help people. Your job is to be able to communicate effectively and and reach those people um so that uh they can get to know you and get to trust you and, and want to work from you. So I kind of more from mobility training there to talking about marketing and communication, but it, it's just it's just what I do and it's what I love helping people do um, and uh, one of the other big kind of aha moments that I had with the the power of social media because like social media can be shitty if you use it in a shitty way you know if you're addicted to it or if you're just scrolling mindlessly or constantly consuming information that just like you know com- has you comparing yourself to other people and making you feel bad or following people just because like oh man this person's annoying I'm just gonna follow them you know. So it's really what you cultivate around you, your environment, what you expose your you know, what you're looking at uh, kind of thing. So anyways, but this big moment uh, happened when uh, my wife and I were on our honeymoon. We did the classical pairing of Scotland and Portugal. (laughs) So a lot of people laugh because, I mean, you don't think those two go together. But um, we were in uh, Scotland, and I was uh, with my friend Alex and uh, Christina. I went to college with Alex, and then we worked together. He also does mobility training, and uh, Christina's doing some rad nutrition work here. Um, but anyways, uh, we were with, uh, staying at their place in Edinburgh, they were like kind of third wheeling our honeymoon for a bit. And, uh, I actually realized that two of the, two of my friend, like friends now, um, were in the mobility membership and they were in, uh, Scotland and I was like, oh shit, like, like we should meet up. And I'm like, we should definitely meet up. And so we met up, we went rock climbing, we, we chatted for a bit. Um, we had Greek food. Um, yeah. And it was just... It was just awesome. So, um, I, I was really grateful for that experience to, and it was cool because when we actually got together, like, it's like, we already knew each other. Um, so that was Gail, Jane Black and Allie. Um, so yeah, uh, thank you guys again for that amazing experience and just showing me how cool social media can be when you actually put your real self out there. Cause when we met in person, I was like, well, shit, like, we already know each other, like, and I just threw a hug on them, and I just kind of felt like I already knew them, so that was one of the, one of the reasons why I realized that social media can be a really powerful tool for connection, uh, if you, if you allow it to be that, if you try and put up this fake facade, there's going to be too much of a disparity between who you really are, and, and when you meet people in person, so, um so yeah, that, that's kind of, uh, I just wanted to give you a, a super quick overview of who I am, and kind of how I got here and and how I got to what I'm doing in terms of helping people with movement and also helping people with online business. So um, yeah, uh, some of these podcasts are going to be solo podcasts um, and some of these podcasts are going to be with people that I really dig and I really think that are going to bring a lot of value to your life um, with some ideas and stories and just really helping you connect the dots in your own life. So um thanks for listening. Um, again, you can always reach out to me on Instagram at Clayton.moves. Um, and I'm always happy to help if, if you guys have any questions. Alright, cheers.